guess. <sighs> I don't think I'll be okay after 9 p.m., though. Oh, man. You all have already missed such a memorable day. It's it's crazy. For the two people that have heard this podcast or listened to this podcast, uh, well, first, welcome to another episode of Wine and Die. I'm Cliff, and this is my good friend, Liv. Oh, man, I'm really... Really burpy today. <laughs> Shouldn't I drink? I drink a beer today instead of wine. That's where you this, went wrong. It is. This is our podcast about the most bizarre deaths, the most unique phobias, and the best survival tips on earth, all while under the influence of stuff. Well, also, don't forget to follow us on social media at Podcast Die. Also, please feel free to email us at podcastdie at gmail.com with your best survival tics or um, tics. Did I say ticks? You did say ticks. Oh, wow. No, not survival ticks. I don't know what that would be. Uh, no, survival tips, most unique phobias, or brutal, mysterious death stories that not, we can use on the show. Yes, not murders. Okay, we're not true crime. So it has to be like an accident, or it has to be mostly perceived as accidental at least. So, not murders. Yeah, don't want to rip anybody off. Oh man! Oh, I'm all right. I'm I'm fine with ripping people off. I just want to <laughs> <laughs> for this to be unique. It can't be murders. So, Liv, I just want to. I want to enlighten our listeners as to what's happened today. And I guess it's what. It, so, uh, <laughs> so Liv, what is killing you today? Well, I think you already know what's uh, what's killing me here, friend Cliff. Um, today, I was having actually a very good day. I uh, showed over showed up over here at Cliffs with a very good attitude, very excited, very high energy, and um, I sit down, and I accidentally knocked a wine glass over onto his lovely partner's chair. It was uh, a very fancy chair. Uh, it's re- <laughs> very fancy. I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh at you, but it's. It's like it was so I was it was like so much because it, it was like red this like dark red wine and the whitest white chair like Papa's on chair. Not it's Papa's literally chair. the worst thing that can happen. Literally like Popcorn the worst chair. thing that can happen. <laughs> oh man, it was pretty terrible. But I, I just I don't know. I I hope I didn't make you feel worse. Like I it's it's all right. No, you know, like I think I did pretty well. Like I mean, I barely cried. You know, I mean, I, I still cried. I've been trying not to cry since I did it, and I, I'll probably cry when I see your partner. But uh, she'll be okay. I told her already. I told her, so she'll be. It's not a surprise. I don't want her to walk in and then there's like wine all over her chair and pillows because that would have been a dick move. So I just let her know, like, hey, just so you know, some wine got on the chair. Do you think I should have said something? Oh my god, now no. I'm anxious over no, there. No, 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 no. You should no, that's no, you shouldn't have said nothing. <sighs> You're my guest. This, this it's is my awful. No, yeah, it's I, your... yeah, I'm your guest and I come into your home and destroy it. Not nah, well you and know. your fancy white chairs. Not nah, you didn't like destroy the whole the whole house. There's still some left. And there's still some time that I'm here. <laughs> like I don't want to know what's gonna happen. Oh man, that is I'm yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it happened. I know that that was like stressful for you. Well, it was stressful for me. Yeah, you've lost a really good chair, but yeah, it'll be well, back. Well, you know, Liv here has offered to pay Emily for the chair, which is, you know, there we go. Problem solved. That's yeah. It, how I'm sorry, doing. Emily. I love you. I'm very sorry. That's nah, okay. You didn't mean to do it. Like, it would be different if I was. No, I like, wasn't like, oh, I hate you, Cliff yeah. and Emily, and threw my glass of wine on the chair. No, it was like a horrible <laughs> slow motion moment. I've been planning all day long what to do, like how to. <laughs> 
I'm going to spill red wine. And he's got like a cauldron in your apartment and you're just mixing various viscous chemicals. No, I was mixing together. red wine that does red not wine. come out of wine <laughs> chairs. Making your own red wine just to spill at our house. Oh, uh, well, uh, what's been what's been killing you, Cliff? You know, honestly, that that was kind of killing me because that's pretty that's pr- that's pretty significant. <sighs> it's funny though. It's funny because like because I was like, yeah, we got a little bit of we got we got some wine left or whatever, and you're like, yeah, pour me a glass. I'm like, I'd love to. I like. <laughs> and then I throw it on the ground. <laughs> you and oh. then you immediately just tossed it everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like a hateful toddler. Like, I don't know. And I keep uh, slamming into everything. So I apologize if you all hear me bump into the mic or break something else. I've I've really, up until this very second, I've been very supportive. I've not been laughing or anything. No, he really has. He could have really yelled at me. He could have, like, thrown me out. But no, he Why just... Would I, nobody, there's no use in crying over spilled wine. That's what they always used oh, to say in church. That's true. That's not what they, I don't know if they say that in church. But they didn't say it in mine growing up, but... Yeah, that, yeah, it, man, poor Emily, like, I texted her and told her, and she was like, can we just cover it up? And I'm like, nah, nah, it's, it's gone, it's done, it's no longer a, a viable seating option. I told them home. to get different colors of wine and just splash it all over the chair as an artistic piece. Yeah, make a big art, a big art thing. Uh, to be fair, I mean, I don't know, it was a bright, like, the, the whitest white like type chair you could get like eventually this was going to happen you were you were really setting someone up to fail by bringing that yeah, white and that yeah. perfect of a chair it, in here eventually if it wasn't you i would have i would have thrown up on it i promise you i would have puked on that chair eventually. i kind of wish that had happened instead of the alternative well i mean i i, I don't want to be the one that takes down the chair you know you're the boyfriend you know like you can you know kind of make it up to her it's okay if you fuck up but but i'm just the random person that shows up and rambles you're not a random person you you all have met several times no <laughs> i know but i mean you know like no she could no don't worry i wouldn't no trust me i i i've destroyed so much furniture and like i articles of clothing and since we've been me and emily have been together like i can't tell you how many times i've either puked or pooped on myself in this house or the last place we lived and it's just yeah don't worry about it she's used to destruction of property it's just normally I'm the one that's doing it and it's because I've you know I'd made a terrible mistake that day or something and see that's that's why I wish that that tradition could have been up up, up upheld well that, up, up, <laughs> it's, uh, nice, <laughs> it's nice to change it up every once in a while though that's the thing like she expects me to vomit on shit and, and puke and you know pour shit all over the place but it's like oh it's a surprise if it's a friend it's like oh, I don't I wasn't expecting you to do that I was expecting Cliff because he's 11 surprise Olivia messed up yeah well, that's all right though no worries no worries I I don't she's not mad like okay I, I that's was, good to know I was yeah. gonna offer her to like throat punch me or like no, I don't know roundhouse no, kick like she something would never cool? she would never do that like she's the most non-violent person you've ever met like she isn't she couldn't she couldn't do it she's physically incapable of doing it that's good to know. That makes me feel a little bit better. Hopefully, hopefully I won't end up on this uh, podcast, you know, as a as a weird death. Why would I? Are you implying that you could die because of spilling wine? No. You never know. You never know what's gonna finally like make someone snap. I don't think that would be like if I snap. <laughs> if I were to ever snap, or like I can't speak for Emily, but I don't. I don't know. If she snapped, I think Emily would probably just like scream and then like cry or something and like walk away i think that's what emily would do if she snapped she wouldn't harm anybody but me if i snapped like 
I also wouldn't harm anybody, but I would make people think I was going to. Like I feel I would, like nudity would be involved oh, as well. Instantly. Instantly. The moment I snap, my clothes are gone. They're just gone. I'm running up the street, running to the mall, and I'm going to order like... I'm going to go to Lids and just be butt-ass naked, but with a bunch of hats on that say New York or the Giants or whatever what? whatever hats say nowadays. Oh, yeah. And you have to keep that sticker on the hat. Oh, yeah. The sticker never comes off. The cops come, and I'm like, look, bro, ain't I fresh, though? And then they, you know, they, they arrest me. But you look fresh in your mugshot. I, I would actually, if I, if I snapped, see, it would be better if I still, like, had a day job but since i'm like unemployed right now like beforehand it would be cool if, like I, I worked at a call center if i snapped there i would just get up and i would just start hanging up everybody's phone calls that's what i would do that would be my <laughs> version of snap it's really passive aggressive it's like it's not it's like oh i'll show you I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang up the phone i'm gonna mess up your handle time well no that would improve their handle time so really you'd, you'd be doing them a favor yeah i guess so i guess so yeah yeah so i mean you know they shouldn't fight you on that they should just accept it well, see, that's how I know you're not a violent person either. Thank uh, you. I really appreciate that. Like you say that you say that with like really like with surprise in your voice. I've been told that I look violent, or that you look violent. Yes. What does that mean? I, I don't know. How does one look violent? What did, What were you doing? Like, were you like covered in blood or something? No, literally, I'll be standing like you know at work, or you know, someone will just be like, you know, you look like the type that might be, you know. A little bit crazy, and I'm like, "What does that mean? That that a hurts my feelings." Crazy. That is, that's messed up. Nah. Oh no, they meant like you know, like I don't know, feisty. Feist. Well, no, feisty and crazy. Like, I just don't think you look violent. I don't know. I don't think I've never looked at you and been like, "Oh, she might stab a bitch with a broken bottle." Like, I don't know. Well, you I might, think it's you my might. resting bitch face at work. Maybe oh. I just like, I, I I don't mean to. I'm just like, oh. and I just look dead the whole time I'm standing yeah. there. So I guess they're like, oh. You know. Yeah, I understand. But it's hard to look happy at work, though. Like, it, it doesn't is. matter what you do. But anyways, we've been rambling. That's what's killing me. It was your wine of shame. <sighs> My wine of shame. Oh, man. I can't believe that. Oh, well. Anyways, so let's uh, talk about some uh, phobias. Okay. Well, today we're talking about a really interesting phobia. Um, it's about a fear of washing oneself. It's called ablophobia, ablutophobia. Wait, hang on. It's a fear of washing oneself? Yes. Like, so a fear of taking baths? Yes, it's most common in children and females. It they're just they're terrified to get actually clean, to take the steps to like bathing and washing oneself. What in the world? It comes from like a f- weird fear of water. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, like um, individuals that have this, they have to undergo um, exposure therapy. Do you know what that is? No. Whew. Exposure therapy is a type of cognitive therapy in which the individual is exposed to their fear. So, for instance, I'm afraid of spiders, so I would have to hold a spider. It's literally facing your worst nightmare. So if a person had the fear of, you know, getting clean or whatever, so, like, you would just force them to get in the shower and, like, hold them down in the shower? That sounds terrible. Yeah, in a sense, it it is terrible. You Well, they would have to be willing to do the therapy, but you're forcing them into that situation. 
But, I mean, it's, I mean, they can leave at any time, but they still, like, have to take the shower or hold the spider or, you know, whenever it comes to exposure therapy, which, oh, oh, it's terrifying. That does sound terrifying. Like, I was thinking, I don't know, that my uh, dragon's in here with us again today. Pookie is not because she hates us, but dragon's in here, and I think she's been in here today because it's been kind of cloudy and kind of thundery. She knows the storms are coming. She does. And so she gets really scared. And like, I always feel bad because like, she'll like shiver really bad whenever there's like a storm near. Doesn't she dig too? Yeah. And she'll start to dig or whatever. And um, like today she's been kind of like that, but I've always felt bad because it's not like she can cover her ears and not hear the thunder. So there's not like, she's always having exposure therapy then, but it doesn't work because she's she's still scared of them. Like she still hates them. She doesn't understand. She nah. can't sign a consent form. Nope. She can't. I mean, she, she understands that it sucks though. Cause she's like, you know what I was thinking earlier today? Like dogs are so smart. I know this is off topic, but dog, yeah, dogs are so smart. Like they will, because we have a roommate, and she does not sleep in our room. She has her own room with, like, a door. And, like, if we were to close our doors, our dog knows to, to scratch at our door and not at our roommate's door. Like, she knows which room we sleep in. She could sleep. She could be knocking on our roommate's door, the bathroom door, the laundry door. But she knows to go right here. That's just, like, it's pretty crazy that she, like, knows that. Or maybe she just remembers the pattern. That's either um, something similar to Pavlovian conditioning or her just learning, you know, that, oh, this is where my humans are. Maybe she smells you all. Um, Pavlovian conditioning is where, um, wow, please cut this part because I can't remember <laughs> because right now I'm a, I am talk about Pavlovian conditioning. <laughs> Do you want me to cut it? I think it's funny. No, please. It's don't. funny. It's funny. That's what we need. I can't believe that's literally psychology 101. <laughs> wow. It's funny. Let me keep it, please. Yeah, that's I'm sure. Yeah, it's funny. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't take notes on that. I mean, I didn't think I was going to talk about Pavlovian conditioning. I just blanked. Oh, that's okay. I don't even know what that means. <sighs> I don't either right now. So I didn't have an expectation for you to, to answer So it. I could have said anything. Well, I mean, you could have said anything to me and I wouldn't have called you on it. But if more than two people listen to this podcast, they might be like, oh, she's full of shit. Oh, I know. No, I know. But, you know, that makes me feel a little bit better. I mean, I think we'll have more than, you know, just you listening to the podcast, I hope. So it's a good thing I didn't just say anything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the the wine was really strong today. I'll just say that. <laughs> the wine and the anxiety. Well, you ruined the joke. <laughs> I, ruined, uh, I ruined jokes. I ruined chairs. You're funny. It's you're my specialty. so funny. I do birthday parties too, y'all. No, she doesn't. Don't do that. (laughs) I'm going to take a quick break for one second. Hang on. All right. And 
you know, it's so funny because I said that we we're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back. I know the you, the listeners don't know this, but it's actually been two days since we started the recording. The wine was really <laughs> strong. It's been, we started recording this episode on a Monday. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> so we're going to, uh, let me adjust my mic. But we're back. There we go. That's, uh, that's okay. all that matters. That's much better. Okay, cool. Um, so basically we're going to kind of start, not like start over, but we're going to start over the phobia section because Liv wants to redo it, but I'm not going to edit out what we already did. Cause I just think it's funny. I think the whole exchange was very funny. This is the more <laughs> sober Liv version of psychology. Yeah. That was a, that was a little yeah, too, we, much wine, Liv. too much wine. Too much wine. That was, that was a bad combination. Yeah. And I have chosen not to partake in any wine today because. The last, the other day, it was just like, I, I don't know, I just had too much, and I just couldn't, I couldn't take it, I couldn't handle it. Sometimes it just oh. hits you out of nowhere, a little bit too strong, but that's okay, that's yeah. okay. It is okay. All right, anyways, so we're going to get back, we're going to backtrack, and we're going to talk about unique phobias today with Liv. What do you got for us today? So, we're going to talk about a blue toe phobia a little bit better right now um, than we did a little <laughs> bit, a bit ago. So, it's essentially the fear of cleaning oneself. So this is, for instance, um, you're afraid to take a shower. You're even, like, afraid to wash your hands. And like most phobias, this comes from childhood. Like if you've seen a parent that's afraid of water or if you've had a bad um, instance with it. Are you so, so like, it's, so this is something. So, I, you know, honestly, I don't know anything about phobias or psychology or anything like that. But, like, are, so phobias are all learned. Is that correct? Oh, well, that's actually, that's interesting. Um, some people could argue that phobias are sort of like inherent because some people believe that like memories, um, things like that can be passed down through generations. Like oh. that's how some people like instantly know how to play like the piano and whatnot. And so some people think that that might be one uh, reason why people have phobias that they can't explain. Like, I have no idea, for instance, why I'm afraid of spiders, honestly, but I am terrified of them. Oh, you mean like almost like a past life experience? Um, well, some people could say that, or but I... science says that it's just through genetics. Oh, okay. See, I jumped straight to supernatural, and that's my bad. Yeah. But, but you know, alternate life. That could also explain your phobia of, of spiders, because in the previous life, you probably, you could have been a spider. You could have been like like a spider, and then all your spider friends didn't like you, and they were super mean to you, and you're like, you know what, screw spiders forever. And so in your next life, you're like, I hate spiders, and it's like, oh, that makes sense. Or maybe in your previous life, you were eaten by a bunch of spiders, or you lived in a dimension where spiders were big, like the size of a person, and they, they you know, they ate you. Or they just terrorized you, like they were just dicks. They lived, they were your neighbors, and they just like had loud music at all times, at all hours of the night, and they had like a Confederate flag. And you're like, dude, come on. And you're like, no, man, it's my property. I'm making my country great. And you're like, you stupid fucking spiders, I hate you. And then your next life, you're you're like, oh, I hate spiders. That- wow, I've gone through a lot of lives. <laughs> well, I don't know if if that's a real thing. Anyways, okay. So what is this phobia called again? A blutophobia. A blutophobia. Yes. And um, like I said, it can also come from like, you know how some kids just really hate bath time and it's like violent and they fight. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were like that as a kid, but you had a hard time growing out of it, then you have sort of like a nervousness around water as you become older. Therefore, you avoid it even then. 
Okay. Yeah. And it's it's kind of sad because, like, it can affect people in so many different ways. Like, socially, for instance. Yeah. Um, you know, like, people tend to try to avoid individuals that don't particularly smell, you know, Good. Like yeah. fresh. If you don't shower, yeah. Yeah. And so, and it can also, like, impact their health because, like, they're not washing their hands so ever. And, and you know, pairing that with not, like, bathing. Yeah, that's pretty ter- terrible. It's just, that's awful. I'm sorry. If, if you suffer from this... Please email us podcastdietgmail.com because I'd love to know how your life works. Um, because if I I couldn't go, I'm I'm very like I don't know what the opposite. Is. Like I wash my hands all the time, like all the time. I'll scratch and I'm like I gotta go wash my hands. And some I don't know. I didn't used to be like that. I used to be the kid that didn't like to take baths, and I was a stinky kid on the bus. So yeah, different people have like different weird ticks. But, yeah. yeah, it all comes from, like, different things. It's just getting to the root of the problem. But, yeah, if you do have this, it is very fascinating, and it would be very interesting to, you know, talk to you if you would be interested. Yeah, so send us an email or tweet or hit us up on Instagram. It's all podcast die. It's the same thing. Like, we would love to hear from you because that is a very unique phobia, and we have successfully gotten through the phobia portion of the show. Awesome. Whoop, whoop. Yay. It only took us two days to get to this point, but that's <sighs> cool. No worries. Um, clear, clear mind. <laughs> perfection takes time. Right. Well, I, I wasn't shooting for perfection. You can shoot for perfection if you'd like. You might get it quicker than I. I I'm that will never be my goal. I'll never be perfect. So, I just it's not gonna happen. Anyways, all right. Well. So what? Uh, what death do you have for us today, Cliff? Oh no, no, you go first. What? Yeah, I say live. What's killing? No, wait. Hang on. Yeah. It says Shit, live. I'm looking at the wrong part. So live. Can you guess how? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. That's my bad. My bad. I was reading the wrong part of the. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let me uh let me pull that up. I've had to keep my my computer exactly the same way it's been, and it's kind of hard to do that when because I use my computer a lot. So for two days, I have not. I've had to keep the same tabs open. Oh, is that way nothing like changed or anything like that? No. Oh. I mean, I'm the only person that uses this computer. So. Oh. All right. So it's a little shorter of a death, but I'm going to talk about some other stuff too that's kind of interesting that I wanted to bring up. Um. So this death actually was featured on the show A Thousand Ways to Die. That was the inspiration for this podcast. Oh. Um, but I thought it was just a funny, <laughs> it was a funny death. Uh, well, it's not fun. Nobody's, nobody's death is funny. I'm sorry. I shouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of mean. No, not a funny death. It's just a very... Uh, unique? Unique. So um, I won't ask you about your personal life, but um, certain people have eaten what are called mushrooms or shrooms. Okay. I have known of certain people to I, partake. I have. I also have known of certain people to partake, and it ruins their life. <laughs> it ruined their life, and they'll never do it again. But if you've never done shrooms, I don't encourage you to do it. I think you should stay the hell away from them. This this death has all it's it's all to do with shrooms. Um, so basically, this guy was taking shrooms. All right, and uh, he was. It was in. It's in California. It's in the Mojave like Desert. Psychedelic shrooms. Yeah, not psychedelic just shrooms. mushrooms. Yeah, no, he was not just okay. eating like a, a you know a mushroom shred, you know cheddar burger from Wendy's or anything. Oh, I think I think Pookie's trying to get inside. What? Have we Maybe fought? that was dragons. Yeah, I don't think we've reached yeah, the level yet for mind. Pookie to choose us. Yeah, Pookie's still outside in the living room. Dragon's inside the room with us now, and so is uh, my roommate's dog Minxie. She's in here. She's, she looks like a Dalmatian, but she's like a pointer mix something. I don't know. She's, um, I don't know. She's like a little child. 
She's got a big old cone. She does have a cone on her head because she can't stop licking her asshole. If well, you know, some people have that problem, Cliff. Well, if she would stop licking, well, you know what? Everyone that's licking your own asshole, you should have a cone on your head. I'll just say that. I don't care to say that. That's fine. And if you can bend that way, that that's impressive. If you can bend that way, please also email us at podcastdie.com. We definitely want to meet you. Uh, or podcastdie at gmail.com. Excuse me. I'd like to talk with you. Anyways, okay. So this person is like, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to trip some shrooms, okay? When I think of someone tripping shrooms, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in the safest place I could possibly be. I'm going to be in my house. There's going to be padded walls. There's going to be whatever. This person said, you know what? I'm going to trip some shrooms. And what's this guy's name? Joe or something? Jim? Let's call him Joe. So Joe decides he's going to do shrooms. And he has the perfect idea that he's going to go out into the Mojave Desert in Palmdale, California. So that's the wilderness, if you didn't know. That's not the place you want to be under any type of psychedelics or drugs. Isn't alcohol, it like nothing. so hot there? Like, yeah. And then it gets really, really cold? Yeah. It's got the word desert in it, so I don't want to go there. Oh. Yeah. Deserts are very de- deadly. So honestly, that could have been how the story ended, and it still would have been like, yeah, he shouldn't have done that. That was stupid. That was a bizarre way to die. But this person, he trips shrooms, and he's in the Mojave Desert, and he's just like... He's like, I don't know, hot tripping and he's like seeing a bunch of shit and he stumbles upon this group of people and he's like, whoa, I'm tripping hard. And it was a group of people all having sex in the woods. Um, Did not, but wait, OK, so he's tripping. So how do we know if these people were actually there? Well, I'll tell you how, because this was no ordinary group. This was a group of people that are called furries. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, I'm going to read what Wikipedia oh. says about furries. Um, so if you don't know furries for, or excuse me, the furry fandom is a subculture interested in fictional anthropomorphic animal characters with human personalities and characteristics. So that basically on its surface means that these people, and please, please holler at me and tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm butchering this, if I'm not getting all the facts, if I'm just fucking this whole culture up, please let me know. I am all about being educated. Uh, but basically, furries like to dress up as a type of animal, or they enjoy watching people dressed up as animals. That is what it is on its surface. Some people, like this group, take that and they say, hey, while we're dressed up as animals, let's all fuck each other, too. And so he basically walked into a furry orgy in the woods. And this man is tripping balls. So this is probably, like, his brain is probably exploding at this point. He does not know what on earth to do. So he's like, what, he just goes and joins them? Or did they just like, hey, come to our side? Well, so, I think, I don't think they wanted him to join. I think Uh-oh. he got up there and was like, I mean, you know, he's tripping shrooms. There's people banging in the woods. So he's getting a little, you know, a little turned on, a little, you know, a little antsy in his pantsy. And he's like, I want to join these people. I want to have sex with them. And they say, uh, no, sir. You cannot join our furry orgy. You're There's always a- that one person that shows up and it's one too many. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to have an orgy, you can't be like, please bring someone with you. You don't want to be the dude in the corner jerking off. That is the worst place in the orgy to be. You don't want, you just don't want to, uh, don't be the the single guy at the orgy. Um. Anyways, so he says, hey, I want to bang you guys. Do you guys want to bang me? And they're like, no. And so he's... <laughs> So he says, all right, whatever. So he's watching them bang or whatever. And he's, you know, they're doing their thing. Um, so he's still, you know, tripping, tripping balls. How do you think he dies? I think he tried to work his way into the orgy and 
he caught a horn to the throat or something because they're dressed up as animals and somehow something weird like that happened. Okay. I'll, you know, honestly, I'll say you are in the ballpark because you did pick up on the key component of this story is that they were all dressed up like animals. That is the most important part of this story. Nothing else matters because this man is tripping balls and he's probably not even certain if he's seeing you know, something that's real. He's probably like, oh, these animals kind of, they talking and they're fucking, I'm trying to join. So he tries to go over there to bang them and they reject him. He says, okay, fine, whatever. So he walks away, he stumbles out and he's wandering through the wilderness, through the woods and he's still tripping shrooms and he looks and he says, oh, there's another furry person out here, except for it wasn't a furry person. It was a grizzly bear, <gasps> a mama grizzly bear. And oh. he tried to have sex with this bear and the bear mauled him to death. Oh my God. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Listen, uh, people dying is not funny. It's really not. But that's a funny death. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So he's. Yeah. So. I couldn't imagine that. Like how. And being like a loved one back home. Like how did he go? Yeah. How do you explain that to the coroner? Like how do you explain that to the congregation at the funeral? Like, uh, well, you see Joe, um, he had, uh, he had slipped and fell. Right. And he had fell into this bear's vagina, right? Because we all done been there. We all done been there. And like the bear didn't like that though. So like, you know, he got, he got, he got ate. That just shit happens. It does. Like, fuck <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So that, he's, he's gone. Well, maybe since he was tripping, he didn't think it was real. So like, it wasn't as bad. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I know that like, if you smoke pot, like, th- theoretically, if someone were going to have a, a large amount of wine you wouldn't you don't feel the same like you don't your pain isn't the same like you don't feel pain the same way so maybe it's the same with shrooms maybe he didn't feel like it wasn't real to him you know until he was dead of course yeah hopefully i i honestly like i'm so terrified of being attacked by a bear i know that's so specific but like what are you gonna do if one day you're at the mall and then like there's a person at a kiosk trying to sell you lotion and they're like hey come here let me give you this lotion and you're like oh sure you hand out your hand and oh wait no it's a bear with a hat on and you're like oh shit i didn't realize it was a bear and then but it's too late you've got lotion and you're getting eaten by a bear you've got cheap lotion on you and you're getting mauled to death that's why you have to have either like anti-bear repellent spray it all over your body at all times yeah or um before you talk to anybody, just start trying to rip off like their their shirts or like you know like their face and see if it's like another bear wearing like a suit right. or something. Well, see, and that's always been my assumption. Like anytime I you know I see a person, actually, I'm like, oh wait, maybe there's a bear under there. So I always try to take you know I'll try to take their mask off. I've yeah, only the been first time we met was awkward. Well, yeah, and but you know we got that out of the way, and you know we we recovered from it. And you and thankfully you weren't a bear underneath, so you know whatever, no harm, no foul. You know I don't see a reason to make a big deal out of it. So please, nobody come at Cliff dressed as a bear. Well, I'm just saying, dressed as a bear or not, I'm going to assume that you might have a bear underneath your skin. That's the moral of the story. Don't be a bear in people's clothes. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, that's my death. That's my bizarre death for the week. What do you got? Well, let me see here. Uh, Today, I have James Otis. Does that name sound familiar to you at all? Nope. Okay, well, it might to some people that like history. So his catchphrase back in like 1725, 1730, something like that, was taxation without representation is tyranny. Do you remember hearing that quote? I do remember that. Yeah, well, this was that dude. Oh, okay. So like he was um, an activist, uh, a lawyer, a legislator in Massachusetts. He was like trying to fight for like people's rights. He was like a really chill dude. Everyone really liked him. Um, he had like family. Um 
He had a really good background. And so one night, whenever he was like 58, he's at his sister's house. And let's just say that he doesn't leave. So okay. how do you think he dies? Wait, okay. So this person, so this is back in like colonial times. And, yeah. And he was a person that was saying taxation without representation is tyranny. Yes. And he goes to his sister's house and never returns. I'm going to give you two guesses. Did she choke him to death with tea? No. Okay. Does, is it tea related at all? No. I got to tell you, I'm not interested. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Just, That's just not kidding, to do with kidding. tea. Just kidding. I really want some tea right now. Um, I can tell. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. Um, well, it's a mysterious death. I mean, I don't know. Let's say um, he he choked to death on a biscuit. No, I'm sure he, well, no, I'm sure he doesn't wish that happened. So he was at his sister's house and it's like storming. Okay. I wonder if it's like the same night that Edison like discovered the light bulb or like electricity. I mean, I, I don't know for any history buffs that want to, <laughs> I keep saying, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. No matter what it is, please email us. I don't care what the topic is. Just say hi. We just want to talk to you. Yeah. So anyway, it's storming and he's standing outside of his sister's house and he's like, Dear sister, I wish that God Almighty would take me out in a flash of his lightning um, to bring me home to all of his glory. Or it was something like that. And within like two or three seconds, he was struck by a massive lightning bolt and was killed. Edison, you dick. Edison, such a dick. Why would he do that? Because you know that he sent that lightning bolt to him. He was like, you're not going to steal my sunshine, buddy. And he bolt. Oh, that's... It's fucked up, man. Could you imagine that? Like, literally being like, this is how I want to die. And then two seconds later, boom, it happens. I mean, I can't imagine that. I say, I I come up with various ways for me to die all the time. So I'm glad that that hasn't happened to me because I come up with some pretty gruesome ways for me to... Just don't vocalize in them. Because apparently if you say like, oh, hey, hey, partner, hey, sister, hey, blah, blah, you're going to die. You're going to die, yeah. So, man, that's... That's really... Was it in front of the sister? Yeah. Like, literally, they were just standing there. He just got done talking. Went to, like, turn around. Boom. Hit by lightning. Boom. Explodes. Explodes. I'm still not convinced that if you get struck by lightning, you don't get superpowers. So, if anyone's ever been struck by lightning... (laughs) Please email us once again. And if you don't have the email memorized, it's podcastdiet.gmail.com. That sucks. Like... That's and imagine the sister like watching that happen. Yeah, like that's just she saw her brother explode after he said, "Hey, I'd like to explode via these these you know means." Are you supposed to be happy, or do you like traumatized? I mean, it's like he wanted that. I think I would say you'd probably be traumatized. That yeah. So I'm sorry if anybody's ever had to witness that. Yeah, I don't. Golly, that sounds terrible. Oh man. Well. <clears throat> Thank you for your death today. Yeah, I'm sorry it was a little short, but no, I just thought okay. it was a very um, ironic death. No, that is very ironic. No, we both, I think that we both had like shorter stories today and we're both kind of recovering from the other day still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what we're, what we're going to do, we're going to be playing around with uh, the format a little bit over the next few episodes. Like the first probably 10 episodes are probably going to sound a lot different than what the rest of the series goes on. If, you know, if we're still doing it, if you guys like it and, you know, you want us to keep going on. Cause, so we're trying to figure out, you know, our niche. What is our thing? Where do we go? You know, so today I'm going to be doing the first set of survival skills tips today. <laughs> and it's it's relevant to the death that I had. Um, I think 
I don't know if we're going to do like silly survival tips or like serious ones. But this one is how to, um, if you encounter a brown bear. Oh my God. How to survive. Um, I'm not, I'm going to read you all of these, these uh, tips. But I'm going to save the first tip for last because it's just the most outrageous tip I've ever heard. <laughs> um, let me see. How to survive? How to survive a bear attack? I wish I had Dwight here from the office. Oh I'm my sure God! He no, knows. he would be like telling you that everything you were saying was wrong, and then oh, yeah. just repeating it back in Dwight and ease. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> I just God, Dwight was the best ever on that show. He, you can't tell me anything. Michael Scott was the worst. Dwight was the very best. Jim was also terrible, and so was Pam. I don't know how much you watched The Office, but I I've watched that series probably twelve times. I can see why you would say Jim is terrible, but. Pam is going to be an interesting discussion. Pam? You don't know why Pam is terrible? She had great growth. Oh, boy. Did she, though? How did she not? Well, okay. So you're saying she had great growth because she was with Roy, right? And ended up with Jim? Or how, where are you? Well, here's one. No, I'm leaving the relationships out of it. I mean, she went to New York to try to go to art school. Mm-hmm. And even though she was, like, struggling and failing with it, she was like, no, I don't want to give up. And then she, like, still had her art show, even though nobody from the office showed up until the very right. end when Michael Scott actually appeared. Right. And then, like, she went with Michael Scott to start up the business and was, like, the only, like, female to do it and, like, the really only one out of the office that was even competent, in my opinion, enough to do it because she believed in herself and thought it was a good opportunity. So, it, like, from the very beginning, she just had, like, doodles where she was just like, yeah, I doodle sometime. And then we see her, like, actually trying all these different avenues okay well i'm not gonna. all right so i'm not going to tell you that your opinion is wrong obviously i'm not gonna i'm just gonna tell you why i've i say that she's a bad person because i don't because i don't disagree with any of the things you just said i don't disagree with them at all but i don't think that they take away from her shittiness (laughs) so golly there's so much that she's on the whole show um well first and foremost um i don't like how they painted roy because we don't really know a whole lot about him. All we know is that he seems like he's a douchebag. And then Pam says basically he's a douchebag. Okay. Um, so obviously her and Jim kiss uh, before he moves away. Um, he goes. He comes back. She rejects him because she's with Roy or whatever. Which obviously that's you know good. But you know so he comes back. He's dating Karen. They clearly had a history of you know. They have feelings for each other. They like each other. They've been flirting for like four years. And he's like, hey, you know, he tried to come to her and talk to her. Hey, you know, I've got a girlfriend. I'd love it if, you know, things aren't weird. And she just basically is like, oh, I don't care. We're friends, whatever. It makes him feel like, makes him seem like he's the weird one for having even brought up the fact that there was a, you know, a thing. There was a weird thing between them. Um, Hang on just a second. But like, really, all right. So Pam, I just have a hard time with her. So one of the worst things she did. So, okay, her and Jim get together. Um. Well, first of all, she has that freak out at the beach before they get together where she gets mad at Jim for not being close to her anymore, even though she totally blew him off and was like, no, I don't want to, the closeness, basically. And then she gets mad at him for not having the closeness. But anyways, um, when they get together, um, what was I thinking? Sorry, I had to take a, I took a quick sip of wine, so my brain's not really <laughs> working too well. Anyways, um, no. So whenever uh, Jim... I guess he's getting ready to start his business or whatever. And uh, there's this camera guy. So they're having like a hard time because he's trying to, you know, start the business. He's sacrificed so much for her at this point. Okay. 
and she's this camera guy that she's like confiding in and he's like clearly got feelings for her and it's just basically kind of like an inappropriate type relationship for her to be having but it makes sense she's having trouble with jim so of course you know she goes to someone else like she did when she was having trouble with roy she went to jim and so then like uh so she she basically makes Jim quit his his you know the new business and makes him stay in in uh you know in Philadelphia instead of moving with Daryl to start the business. And she did have a redeeming quality at the end of the series when she like sells their house and's like let's do the business. But that's been like two years now. He's missed out on two years of his dream because she just didn't want him to. I don't know. Okay, well this is true. I haven't thought about it quite like that. Um... Also, also. They make fun of Dwight all the time. Dwight is like super cool. He's probably got like Asperger's or something. So they just make him feel like he's weird and they play all these pranks on him. And it's like not cool. It's like, dude, he's just, he's not a bad guy and he can't help the way that he is. Like, just be nice to him. But they prank him and they make fun of him. And in like, Pam always tries to act like she's Michael's friend, but she talks shit about him all the time behind his back. Well, Michael's and, like a toddler. I mean, he needs help. I, oh, I know. I hate Michael. He's my least favorite character, but still, she like still talks shit about him all the time. Instead of just like telling him the things that he needs to hear to his face, she won't say anything. But Jim does the same thing. They won't tell him what he actually needs to hear. Like, well, they sugarcoat it in a way that Michael understands. But does he understand it, though? Does he ever change his behavior? I feel like before he leaves, he starts to get a little bit more mature. Sure, like three episodes before he goes, but I don't know. I just, I have very strong, <laughs> if this, listen, like the way I feel about The Office is how like Emily feels about Parks and Rec, which Parks and Rec is funny, but I haven't sat there and watched the whole series. I, I really haven't. I need to. I need to. I know it's good, but I don't know. That's how I feel about The Office. The Office is my shit and I, I feel very strongly about certain characters and Pam is one of them. And now I'm going to rewatch it in a different different light it's kind of like um they say to do that with um karate kid because of cobra kai that came out on youtube red or whatever because it's all about the bad guy or what you perceive to be the bad guy but then you watch the series you realize that the main character um Ma- ralph macchiato whatever his name was that played the karate kid he's a dick like he's this new kid starts hitting on this girl that's got a boyfriend you sound like barney him. stinson right now from how i met your mother i sound like him yes because he loves the typical bad guy in that movie, the oh. one that everybody hates, and then he hates the hero, Ralph. Oh, well, yeah. See, I don't, but I, I will say this I've not seen Karate Kid, the original one, in years, so I need to rewatch it. And I've not watched Cobra Kai yet, but this is just on the recommendation of a good friend. He was like, you need to rewatch it from a different lens, and you'll, you'll, yeah. So I don't know. Anyways, okay. We've been talking your heads off. I'm so sorry. Let's do this survival tip. So these are like, legit survival tips there's only one funny thing on this list but maybe next time we'll make them funny but to survive a bear encounter don't be stealthy if you think bears are in the area talk sing or make other noises to let them know you're there too without surprising them if you see a bear that doesn't see you don't disturb it which makes sense to me you know don't i'm not gonna fuck with a bear i'm not gonna fuck with a bear i'm just not gonna do it i'm not i'm not gonna do it don't poke the bear that's literally saying that's a saying for a reason it's got the word bear in it just listen to what it says so don't try to act like you're smarter or stealthier than the bear okay just be a human and act dumb yeah don't be a tease oh unattended food and trash are surefire bear magnets even if they're tied up try to produce minimal waste when camping or hiking and secure all food and trash carefully uh, bears can also be lured by dogs, so it may be wise to leave oh. pets at home. That's really sad. I can't even think about a bear like oh, attacking dragon or, dragon or Pookie or, well, I guess Minxie too. I don't want Minxie to get I eaten Minxie by a bear. I think Minxie could probably run. Minxie probably could run. She's, Minxie, so like my two dogs, 
Pookie and Dragon are probably combined 30 pounds, probably 30. Minxie herself is 52 pounds, so she's a big dog. Um, so I think she could probably run away from a bear or at least try to defend herself. But like, she's more of a chance. Dragon and Pookie would be a snack. They to that would bear. be. It'd be a little snack. <laughs> they would get eaten in one little gulp. Anyways, okay. So don't be stealthy. Don't be a tease. All right, so this, this next point I don't necessarily agree with because I've I got to tell you, if I see a bear, I'm going to do this. But it says don't run. If you meet a grizzly, stand tall, stay calm, and slowly reach for your bear spray, which we're going to... Bear spray? <laughs> bear spray, because that's a thing, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Don't worry if the bear stands up. That usually just means it's curious. Back <laughs> away slowly if you can. Stay ready to spray. If the bear follows you, stop and stand your guard. Um... Another one, hit the dirt, then play dead, and then... <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to... All right, so first of all, let's talk about... I'm going to go back for a second. First of all, we're going to talk about bear spray. Bear spray. That's <laughs> My dad has told me to get something like that for campus. What? Yeah. Bear spray? I didn't know that was a thing. Maybe that's... It's super strong. That's not something that the black community <laughs> just readily knows about. <laughs> bear spray? <laughs> that is so bizarre. Yeah, no, uh, it's 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 apparently a thing you can get like Walmart. It's like better than normal pepper spray. Bear spray? Yeah. So what's different about it? I don't know. I guess it's just like because a bear's bigger than a person, so it's just yeah. chemically stronger. So, so everybody just needs to buy bear spray. Yeah, and don't... just be thoroughly prepared for anyone or anything. Oh yeah, it could be used for bears or the prick on campus. I won't leave you alone. Use bear spray. Yeah, do that, please. Fuck pepper spray. Get bear spray. Man, they need to. Oh, I wonder what that's like. bear spray. It's just like so specific. Like we need to create is, our own line of bear this spray. Spray that bears really hate. It really pisses them off. They're like, oh, that smells awful. Oh, fucking humans. They're bear spray. It's, let's let's make our own bear spray. We will. Let's do it. I don't know anything about. I just learned about it five minutes ago. So. Bear spray coming to you soon. <laughs> Wine and dice bear spray. Yeah. Oh right. boy. All right. The final. <laughs> the final and probably most most idiotic rule on this list that I have to think, because I'm telling you, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to run. It says, box its nose or eyes. Barely, it wants it, it wants you to fight the bear. Oh, okay. At this point, you're just protecting like your manlyhood and your uh, pride. You're like, yeah. all right, bear, come on. Let's go. I ain't no pussy, man. I'll fight a bear. Like, fuck being a pussy, man. Run. Live. Live to tell the story about you running away from the bear. So always have boxing gloves and bear spray mm. on you. This could feasibly thwart a grizzly attack, but only fight back as a last resort. Playing dead is a preferable strategy. Bullshit with grizzlies. If you can get free, though, back away slowly. Still don't run. Oh, man, I got to tell you, I'm going to have a hard time not doing that. That's for grizzly bears. That's for, like, you know, black bears or whatever. For, or not black bears, but grizzly bears. For brown bear, for black bears, it says be aware, stand your ground, stay your ground, use bear spray, and then, again, fight back. Oh, there's even, ooh, there's polar even polar bears. bears on here. Hang on, let's see. Let's see, good but luck. But they're going extinct. It literally starts with good luck. <laughs> polar oh. bears are the biggest bears on earth, and they're much harder to scare than brown or black bears. The best strategy is to avoid meeting them in the first place. Oh, my God. So, basically, Damn. you're screwed. Yeah. There's no hope. Don't act like prey. This is a good advice for any bear encounter, but especially so with polar bears. They're the most likely species to see you as a meal, and running away will only confirm their suspicions. Plus, they're faster than you and much better at running on snow and ice. So, damn, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get killed by bears. That's what's gonna happen to me because I'm still not gonna listen to that. I'm gonna run away. Don't Just act don't, like a don't go to Antarctica. Don't yeah. Don't act like a threat. So don't act like a threat or prey. Don't. This may be the bear may. 
use bear spray again because they really hate how it smells. It really, it's really, it pisses them off. It's like, this smells like old khakis, you dick. Maybe you naturally smell like bear spray. Maybe. So they'll just stay away from you. That's your best advice. Smell like bear spray. And it says, don't give up. <laughs> Hold on, hope that maybe you know. live. That kind of collides with point one. Good luck. <laughs> like, sounds like you should give up immediately, instantly, accept your fate. That's brutal. Oh, man. Okay, so that's your advice for attacking bears. Or for ta- oh, please, God, don't for attack bears. surviving a bear attack. Do not attack bears. Jesus, don't do that. Don't attack bears. Be nice to animals and nature and all that stuff. Recycle. Turn off your lights. Turn off your lights. You know, we only get one earth. Anyways, well, thank you for listening. Um, we do appreciate that. I'm sorry for the weird disjointed feel of this show and it just took course over the you know it took course over one week so um please send us your stories and survival tips to podcast die at gmail.com please also do not try to make a, a, a death happen yeah. don't try to we need don't be original don't be don't original be please don't be that person we these are just things that have happened through history please thank you and uh, also, don't forget to follow us on social media at Podcast Die for our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook page to keep up with show and future merch. Yes, one day we're going to have it. We're going to try to do this. We should have shirts and pins and stuff, just saying, one day, maybe. That'd be cool. Bear spray. That would bear spray. <laughs> we're going to make our own bear spray. Um, all right. And we're going to try this in unison. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to look at it while I'm doing it. One, two, three. Y'all have have a a great great night, night. and don't Don't forget to... (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was going to happen. Drink in peace. Drink, yeah. Peacefully drink. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. Y'all have a great day. See y'all later. Bye.